Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the podcast. Vanilla Cool Heroes, Brodozer Richie, camera guy behind the scenes here. We're actually going to be doing Marvel or DC today. I think this podcast is going to be an entertaining podcast. It's because going to be very entertaining. I feel like each every each movie creator has their own bonus to their movies. Has their own pros and cons. It has their own pros and cons. Like, but for some, it's worse. Worse cons than are, others. Yeah, it's worse than others. Yeah. We're actually going to kick it off with DC with Brodozer Ridge. He'll be reading off some facts and why Marvel should not win to DC and why DC should completely just obliterate Marvel. But without that, let's dive right into the podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are here and we're actually going to kick it off with DC and Brodozer Ridge is actually going to take it over from there. He's actually going to try to defend DC when I'm going to try to defend Marvel. So Brodozer Ridge, it's all you. All right. So... Just a little background about DC Comics. They're an American comic book publisher and the flagship unit of DC Entertainment, a subsidiary of the Warner Bros. Global Brands and Experiences Division of Warner Bros., which itself is a sub subsidiary of AT&T's Warner Media through its Studios and Networks Division. I mean... I'm going to input something here. DC does have a good reach, and I'm going to say this right now in the podcast. At first, a couple years ago, I was liking DC more than Marvel. For the one fact is, now that Marvel's taking it over, but the fact is that DC started doing television series on Netflix and the CW before Marvel did. And to me, those kind of took my attention because even during the school year, I didn't have time to sit down to watch a two-hour movie about a superhero, which I really wanted to. But where the series were only like, what, 30 to 40 minutes long, that really helped a lot because it got some good entertainment in, in most series. And it was just good. So, yeah, Brothers Richie, uh, run it back to you. Um, DC Comics' net worth is $10 billion. I don't know about you, but to me that sounds a little bit crazy that does to be worth 10 billion dollars 10 billion dollars i mean especially for writing movies and comics i mean they're all beloved by the world but i mean that is like like that's a lot of money yeah and then so i think i think now we've kind of we're not going to do production costs yet um i think we're just going to go to the straight facts honestly um I'm going to take over here for a minute because Brodozer Richie's still trying to get the facts up. I want to do one fact out of DC, and I'm just going to do the first one. Um, and it's Wonder Woman was originally named Suprema, which I'm not a huge nerd into the comics, and I don't think any of us are. But my good friend at The Upside, um, if you're watching this on YouTube or listening to it, look up The Upside by Jared and Friends. That's actually where I got the idea for this podcast to officially go ahead and pull the trigger and do it. But honestly, that's a shout-out for today's podcast. Um, there might be another one at the end of the video, but I think we're going to turn it right on over to Brodo's Richie to finish off these crazy facts. Another quite interesting fact was that the Joker and Harley Quinn were just throwaway characters. Huh, that's an, that's an interesting fact because they actually... Harley Quinn's one of the most well-known villains in DC. Yeah, same like, with like the Joker. Like they and gave him his own movie, and, yeah, and it crushed the box office. I, it's DC's highest performing movie. Yeah, but I never saw it. But anyway, um, oh wow, that's a, 
So this one says right here that the Joker was actually an ambassador in the Iranian embassy for the United Nations. Really? That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, I can't believe that. I mean, what fact you got up right there? Because that fact is insane. It started out, I feel like these comics started out to, I don't know exactly when they started, but I feel like some of these comics might have started to relieve war. Like the depression that comes off war, they kind of turn it into like a positive, funny superhero villain type clash thing. Like something enjoyable. Yes. And to find yes. something good in the, and positive in the negative. Yeah. Because, I mean, I get it. You're going through World War Two. Yeah. I almost said World War Three, But anyway, <laughs> you're going through World War Two, or World War One even, or any like the Cold War, and you're just hearing these soldiers die left and right. Wars break out everywhere in the massive battle. But I feel like, yeah, these comics have added a lot of relief to, even today's day and age, a little break from the world. So I think there's, there's 20 of these facts that are going to blow our minds away. Got one over there? Yeah, the fact that I was just reading about was that Batman was originally blonde. Yo, you could have been Batman. You just got to get in shape a little more. Hey, well, you're not wrong. Yeah, yeah okay. <clears throat> um, and then another interesting fact is that a Ukrainian Superman was created. What? Yo, why do we need two Supermans? They're already so, two like, OP. If a British Superman isn't far-fetched enough, um, the previous year there was a series called Elseworlds that published a three-issue book featuring a Superman who had been raised in the Soviet Union. Huh. Yeah, even the... I mean, I mean we can't show you guys this because we haven't set up for a video podcast yet, but even on his chest, that logo is completely different from the normal Superman logo. Oh, yeah. It is. Like, it's completely different. Yeah. I think... What are you saying? So I was just continuing to read here. Vanilla Cool. And this fact says Superman originally couldn't fly. Yo, wait. Hold the... F that's that's mind-blowing because, like, even in, like... I haven't watched Batman vs. Superman. Nor don't, have I. Don't, don't criticize me. I, we are going to watch it. I, when it came out... I didn't, I don't know. I heard, I heard, I had mixed reviews about it, like it sucks, it's the best, it's okay, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, I heard a lot of mixed reviews, but I got a lot more negative than the, re positive. than the positives. Yeah, but even in like the Supergirl series, I watched mm -hmm. that, what, two years ago or something like that? Um, they, he's literally, even Supergirl is the most OP character. Yeah. Unless Kryptonite comes in. They always win, which I get the character would always win, but I do like those movies where, like, in Endgame, so I'm going to bring Marvel into this because I am defending it, where Endgame, they lost in, in um, Infinity War. Like, they, they completely got obliterated in Infinity War because Thanos yeah. just ended everything. Yeah. But then in Endgame, they came back and saved everything. But yeah. yeah. So. And real quick before we move on, not to cut you off or anything, but... Um, I was just reading a little bit more into Superman originally couldn't fly, and it says originally Superman could could not even fly. His powers only enabled him to leap over build tall buildings in a, in a single bound. This was only altered in the 1940s when animators of the Superman cartoon requested that he be given the ability to fly instead of leap over the tall buildings. Yeah, to go with the animated thing. I honestly think back when they wrote these comics, the original comics for Superman and stuff like that, I don't think their creativity was there to make a human fly because the planes just barely started to take off. Yeah. 
So like, why could a human fly by itself? But then the aliens started being introduced a little bit. But then that really hit back big in the 80s. Yeah. So, I mean, camera guy's got one here. Do you want to have camera guy? you want to read that Oh, yeah, Brothers Richie. Read that one off. Yeah. <laughs> Superman wasn't always crippled by kryptonite. So he was invincible. So, yeah. He's basically... So Flesh what I get steel. from that is... He's made it. He's 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 <laughs> the flesh of steel. Flesh of steel. He can do basically anything you would need. Yeah. And he was indestructible in a sense because our what we know as his biggest weakness, kryptonite. Yeah. Wouldn't cripple him and no. injure him at all. Yeah. Um. I mean, yeah, because like Superman. I, I mean, even if he couldn't fly, he still had super strength, and he could still knock anybody out. And without kryptonite, I mean, even in the TV shows, oh. it's rare. What, what's this one? Read it. Brothers Rich is actually going to read it up. Read one up. It was something. him becoming uh, uh, Superman's most known and mo most exploited weakness. Kryptonite was also not originally in his story at all. It was actually a hastily written up plot device in the 1940 for the 1943 Superman radio show that could explain the disappearance of Superman for a week. You know, that's interesting because you get to that point and you're like even even in today's today's movies, I think it's a good thing they give you a lot of information of yeah. how like what like for example like at the end of Doctor Strange um, Thor. Doesn't Thor and Doctor Strange talk at the end of Doctor Strange? They do. They come together and talk. They come together one-on-one -on -one yeah. and, and have Thor's a conversation. And Thor's sitting there drinking a giant beer. But yeah. then we didn't get that. And I feel like they need to have that information in order to make a second one. Because without a teaser trailer, no one's really going to want to watch it. Unless you're well-known like Marvel or DC. Yeah. Um, and the reason that they came up with this weakness... Yeah. Or this hugely exploited weakness that Superman didn't have originally was because the voice actor Rob Coyier. Coyier, yeah, I, I can't pronounce his last yeah. name correctly. But he voiced Superman for the show, but he went on a one-week vacation, so the re writers had to come up with an excuse for why the indestructible hero was missing in action. I mean, I don't blame them. If, I don't blame them Because either. if you're going to go sit on the beach of Bahamas or whatever, and you're like, yeah, I'm Superman, but I want to take a break with my family or whatever. Yeah, and I can't be in two places at once. Yeah, well, and that's a good plot to us. And plus, yeah. they, they didn't have the technology that we have today. To just record it in earlier and then just put it in where they needed it? Yeah, yeah. They might have, but it might... But it was a lot harder. Yeah, lot I'm more, sure it would like, be much harder. Staying in the studio for 12 hours straight, trying to get this one clip just right, whereas today you spend an hour and it's literally merged together to tell you on it. So, well, what's that one say? The significance of LL initials. Lois Lane, Lex Luthor, Lana Lang. Superman's, Superman's world seems to be filled with people with the initials LL. Although, there has never been an official reason for this. Some have been speculated that what started as a coincidence then turned into a running joke. Huh. Yeah, you know, I, I don't really... Like, you watch the movie the first time. Let's say, like, I know, what's, a, what's one that you have to watch? Yo, have you seen Tenet? No. 
I know. I started it I on that. good. Yeah, I, I started it on the air, the airplane ride back from Washington, D.C. If you haven't seen those videos, make sure you go check them out. They're, I feel like they're good videos. Yeah. Um, and nice. I started to watch it, but I'm like, you know, I need to get home where I can sit in my living room and watch this five times in a row to even catch what is happening. Because, like, it's one of these, like, double L's thing. It's like, Lois Lane, Lex Luthor. You're like, wait, is does that have any... Like, meaning, you know? Like, any meaning to that cinematic universe. Um, Lois Lane was the first character to have the fateful initials. Lex Luthor was not actually... Was actually not even originally named Lex. He was only referred to as Luthor in his first appearances. His original first name of Alexi was not revealed until much later in his evolution. This was later shortened to simply Lex. And that's how we get Lex Luthor, who yes. is known as Superman's biggest enemy? Worst, like, Worst enemy, yeah. yeah. Like I feel like they kind of have like one of those frenemy relationships. Yeah, like Batman and Joker. Batman and Joker, like where Batman could have had the opportunity to kill Joker, what, like uh, 50 million times throughout yeah. all the different comics and stuff? Yeah, but he did But didn't. Batman's... I don't know, Batman's like personality even though he's a dark hero he doesn't like to kill people yeah. he just believes in stopping the villain so and i think that's the other thing that's going to save like boost points for your side is the dark knight trilogy yeah because those agree. are the best yeah i would have to say they're the best movies because well i guess we'll talk about movies and upcoming movies later in the podcast but i mean is there any last minute facts you want to do before we switch over to marvel um I don't... I mean, DC... I mean, their comics are really good. Well, oh, here's a fancy one. What? Why isn't Spider-Man... Spider-Man? Yeah. Not Spider-Man as one word. Okay, I, I can see that. Because Spider-Man did start out in the DC universe. Yeah. And then Marvel had it for like one day or something. And then Sony's like, no, we're going to buy it from you. Yeah. And make the amazing movies that we have today. But anyway, what does the fact continue to elaborate on? Um, the mystery of the hyphen in Spider-Man's name was er addressed by Stanley himself in a series of Twitter posts in 2010. So that's twit. That's that's fresh, and that that's a thing. Sorry to keep interrupting, but Stan Lee originally did work for. I don't know if he be begun working for uh, DC or Marvel, but he did write for DC for a time. Yeah, he did. And I think... I know, doesn't... D Disney owns, like, 2% of DC, don't, don't they? Or is it... Pure, no, it's purely Warner Brothers. Yeah, it's purely Warner Brothers. But the Warner Bros. have a contract with Disney, if they I remember do. correctly. I think they do. And so that indirectly gives Disney a little rights. a little bit of the rights, but not enough to do much. Like, to like completely like just come in and... Yeah, yeah, they can't come in and be like, hey, I have a say in what happens with that. I don't want it to be produced. Yeah, Take they, it they don't have that say. But, but they have enough say to be like, yeah, this needs to be re redone, or this needs to be put out at a later date. Yeah, I totally get that. So can you elaborate a little bit more on why Spider-Man, not just Spider-Man, but Spider-Man yeah. is Spider-Man? Um... According to Lee, he and his co-creator, Steve Ditko, uh, didn't want 
fans to confuse the web-slinging hero with the decades-long staple of comic books, Superman. Oh, I can see that. So they didn't want to confuse Superman with Spider-Man, even though Spider-Man's better than Superman. Well, yes Uh, and no. Personality-wise. The newest Spider-Man is Tom Holland, and he's going to... I love Tom Holland. Except when we get to Marvel and the new movies that are coming out, I kind of want to talk about that a little bit. Because we did... I went on a rafting trip with some friends uh, about two, three weeks ago. We had a huge conversation about the old superheroes and how much they changed. So... Um... In any case, Lee, as president of Marvel Comics at the time, wanted to make that make that distinction in order to avoid infringing on DC Comics's trade trademark of the name Superman. So that's why they put the hyphen in Spider-Man was to make it so that it didn't infringe on yeah. Superman. I totally get it. And the trademarks with DC, because at the time Spider-Man here was Marvel, a Marvel character. Yeah, Marvel slash DC. I think. He started out as a Marvel from, character, from what it sounds like, and then DC wanted him, because Marvel didn't... Because that would complete the comics or something. Yeah, Marvel yeah. didn't completely own the trademarks and everything. So DC Comics wanted to flip it and... Completely. Use him, use him as a different character. Yeah. But Stan Lee didn't have the, the rights. Full ump. Yeah, the rights didn't have to... the rights and say and everything to keep him as Marvel and um, not have the hyphen. Yeah. Nor did he want to infringe on DC Comics's yeah. stuff. Because so, he, do- he wasn't I wanted dude. to go to Marvel, but I really think... I'm going to kind of defend you here because this is quite... If you actually want to read that one off, the uh, number two, uh, the Clark Kent exists in... Clark Kent exists in the Marvel Universe. I... I unfortunately have noticed him multiple times. Multiple times. Yeah, I have. But haven't really made the con- connection, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah, I don't. I haven't made the connection between yeah. them. Because I think that's part of the rights that uh, Disney does have of DC. Yeah. They can use the other characters. They can't fully use the superhero, but they can use the they simple use character. disguised character. So. Yeah. Yeah, well, that was an amazing discussion. Hold on. Hold on. Hold it. Hold, Hold the phone for a minute. I'm sorry. The very last fact I'm going to share before I turn the time over. DC almost sold their best heroes to Marvel. Why didn't they do that? Why? They should have done that. They should have, but it makes sense that they didn't because DC still had to make a name for themselves and yeah. make money somehow. I totally get it, yeah. I mean, you kind of see the crossover. Like, you can yeah. notice, like, like Stan Lee, he'll be the bus driver. Yeah, he's he'll like, be the bus driver. Is this for Tony Stank? You know? Yeah. I totally get it, but yeah. He makes appearances in all of them. He used to. I he mean, used I'm to. I'm sad that he passed away. Good comic yeah. writer. But I felt like the new movies will still be great movies because he, yes. a lot of these movies were in production when COVID was in because these movies are very expensive movies and take a long time to film. But now, I think we're going to head right over to the DC sec I mean to the to the Marvel section and see what amazing things uh, Marvel has to offer. All right, all right. We are here from the DC discussion and I'm still thinking about that because there's a lot of stuff we didn't even cover because we don't want to make this a 4-hour podcast. I mean, I still think this is going to be about an hour and a half podcast. Because we've got discussing, which is good. Podcast is going a lot better than I thought. But it's been cool here, and I am doing Marvel. And I have to say, before I start reading facts, 
Marvel has taken the game in a way I don't think they would ha- would have if they didn't launch Disney Plus. Let's just leave it at that. I agree. Um, All right. Gonna... I want to add something real quick. Okay. I'm now going to have to watch all of the DC comics. Yeah, me too. I haven't... Because I've seen maybe three movies. I've seen The Fantastic Four, which sucks. I haven't seen The world hates that. Uh, Marvel will be making one of those. We just don't know when it's coming out. I Um, hope soon, because I'm excited for that. Aquaman is another saving grace that you have for DC, because he was good. Yeah, he and was And they're making awesome. a second one. And they are making number two. But we'll get to that when we get to the up-and-coming movies and production costs. Yep. Um, but anyway, Marvel Studios, originally known as Marvel Films, um, is an American film and television studio that is a subsidiary of Walt Disney Studios. So it's basically, instead of being all princessy and um, like magical... Instead of the princess Disney movies that we all know and love... It's the it's, superhero aspect. Yeah, it's taking like the little kid movies and adulting them. Uh, yeah, pretty much. In a sense. Yeah, this just says right here, Marvel Studios is known for the production of the Marvel Cinematic Universe films based on characters that appear in Marvel comic and publications. Yeah, like newspapers or publications and everything. But what I marvel at, I can't believe that Marvel is worth less than DC. Because Marvel is only worth $5 billion, which is, don't make, that's a lot of money. Yeah. And they can make a lot of movies. And, but I'm like, where does all that money go? But I think 80, 80 to 90% of that money goes straight to Disney. Yeah. Because, I mean, they would be worth about, I'd say $20 billion by the time they make, um, by the time they make, these, like, what? All the Avengers movies did well over a billion dollars. Pretty much yeah. all of them have capped over $500 million. So they would be worth, like, what? $20 billion. But I feel like since Disney owns them, they take the majority and put puts it into, like, the Disney Plus. Because I guarantee you that took a couple billion to even make. Yeah. But while we're on the money, if it'll load, I'm pulling up the Black Widow box office. Yo. Stuff. That crushed. It crushed. But Scarlett Johansson, who plays... Black Widow. Black Widow. Sued him. Wanted to sue Disney, Disney. because she didn't want it. Re- she didn't want Black Widow to be released on Disney Plus so yeah. soon. They wanted to let it make like $20, $200 million yeah, she in wanted it to make, the theaters. Yeah, she wanted to make tons of money from the theaters and then release it on Disney Plus to make... Because I that feel like the actors again. still the actors still make a lot of good money off of the Disney to make Plus twice series, as much money. but I feel like you get paid way more because you get the concession fee and all of that yeah. that adds in. Whereas on Disney Plus, you pay thirty bucks, watch it as a family, and then you can watch it as many times as you want. Whereas the theaters, you have to go back and pay what another sixty dollars for a family of seven or something, yeah. maybe even eighty, depending on your concessions and stuff, which that adds a lot to the ticket sales but yeah, yeah did you find the box office pros and stuff i yet? did not not yet all right well i think we're going to dive right into the facts as soon as brodo's richie actually finds that um yeah, we can come back to it all right we're going to go here into interesting facts um we're actually going to um we're actually going to start here on the quick facts um I, so let's just start here so we can get some basics of how okay. marvel started oh wait he's got him up nope 
Oh, never mind. I almost had it. Um, this says Martin Goodman published the first Marvel comic in 1939. So the year my grandpa was born, what, about five or so years later, the World War II broke out. So yeah, this is right in the mid-time of what we talked about earlier is having the greater positivity during the war. Marvel, wow, listen to this number. Marvel has released 32,000 comics as of 2009. That's a ton. I need to start. I need to start reading comics so we can do more podcasts like this. I agree. Um, Marvel produced romance comics from 1945 to 1965. Really? And I never knew that. Um, whereas number five fact here is Marvel comics used to be called timely publications. Well, and I think they actually got the name. I don't. I think she was in there. Um. I want to do a movie where we rank the Marvel movies, but I'm going to wait because I just listened to that podcast. I'm going to give it about a month or so before we do that because we're going to do several podcasts before that. But timely publications. I mean, Captain Marvel is a good movie. Don't get me wrong. But like we talked about, I, we, I personally don't feel like there's enough background to the movie. Because, yeah. But that's where instead of Marvel, like... Um, Mary Marvell, I forgot the captain's name. It's just Marvel. Samuel Jackson's just like, you know, what if we just call it Marvel? And I think that's kind of where they got the name, and they're really like, oh, wait, we should start doing that because that's super cool. Yeah. Um, I found it. All right, he's. Whenever you're. Yeah, I don't care. You can. Okay. So it got released July 9th. Am I correct on that? Uh, yes. Just a second. I got the release dates right here. Okay. July 9th. Yep. So, international uh, make, makings, 51.2% of total. Of the profit. Of the profit. 185400000 So, that's enough to pay off a movie. Because the average Marvel movies cost about $100 million. Yeah. Because that's still a lot of money. It's yeah. like Jeff Bezos, go buy a house. And he goes out and buys a $100 million house. Yeah. But. Worldwide profiting, three hundred and sixty-two million one hundred sixty-eight thousand five hundred thirty-one dollars. That's a mouthful. That is. That's enough to build a YouTube studio. I agree. <laughs> you gotta get in the movie making business. But July 9th, twenty twenty-one. The day. The day. Of... The day it got released, which was a Friday. Yes. Just. <laughs> it made thirty-nine thousand. Thirty-nine million five hundred and ten dollars, or ten thousand. Yeah, thirty-nine million five hundred ten thousand four hundred forty-six dollars. That's a good. I mean, they have the movie paid off before it even released because of the oh, background they have. Crap. Whoa! I gotta read that fact. That's a good it. Fact. Just keeps making more and more and more money. Holy crap! That that box Look, office number is insane. Day one. And then just keep they make bigger. an average, of... and then by day fourteen, they're at one hundred and forty-three million two hundred and six. Oh, I lost it. Hold on, one hundred and forty-three million two hundred and six thousand six hundred and eighty-three dollars. That's a other bonus that Marvel has. Their movies click. Yeah, they just boom, boom blow down. up immediately. Yeah, so I'm going to start off with this fact. We already kind of did some quick facts, but this fact kind of blew me up. Now listen to this. Tom Holland was discovered. Tom Holland discovered he was chosen for the role of Spider-Man through Instagram. 
Really? Like a DM. Like he got a DM from Marvel and they're like, hey, yo, Tom, do you want to be Spider-Man? I think that's the greatest choice they ever made. Yes, I agree. Toby Maguire is amazing. Don't get me wrong. I love his movies, the old Spider-Mans. They're amazing, yeah. but I feel like Tom Holland brings a new comic relief to it. Yeah. Like this... I mean, okay, so Toby Maguire was a school student. He was going to college and everything. Yeah. Lived with his Aunt May. Tom Holland's the exact same thing, but it's more enjoyable. Whereas old ones are more thrillers, which I love thrillers. Don't I get love me wrong, thrillers. But, but this is a thriller comic. So you get kind yeah. of all the emotions of a movie in the one. And I could be wrong, so don't don't blame me if I am wrong. But I think that Tobey Maguire was older, like 40-something, for his last movie. Who? Tobey Maguire. Yeah. And he did I actually want to his talk last about Spider-Man that. movie. Uh-huh. I think he was older. But Tom Holland, he's currently like 30-something. Actually, yeah, he's like 30-something, like 32. Yeah, he's so young. He's, he's, he's much about... younger. And yeah. So he knows. Like, and pretty much every girl in the world has a crush on Yes. Tom Holland. And some guys do. I some mean, guys. Some guys. There's some weird guys out there. Anyway. Um, but he knows, like, what catches the younger generations like us. Yeah. And Like the comic relief. Yeah. Dance stereotypes, like, oh, I got tonight for this dance. Yeah. Falling in love. Falling in love. Yeah. Because we're, we're all about that age. I'm 16 yeah. in a couple months. You're 16 next year. We're all to that age. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> pardon camera guy. He's only, like... An un, uh, he's an age. So, he's he, like, he like, knows what we like, and like he knows how to make it more enjoyable for us. Yeah, being younger and being like more connected in a sense. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I got two facts I'm going to read here, but this first yeah. one I think is going to have a lot of discussion about it. Oh, so man. you know, originally in Endgame, Captain America went back and spent the 80 years with Peggy, his wife. Yeah. Or soon to be wife. We didn't really get. We got like the window glimpse of it, but we didn't get the like full end because it was a personal story. Yeah. But this says where did it go? But he spent like eighty years in what a minute? Eighty years because that time travel stuff's whacking in your head. Yeah. This fact says, <clears throat> sorry. This fact says the original Captain Marvel died of cancer. Cancer. Because, I mean, that was a raging... It's still a raging plague. But at that time, it was a raging plague when these comics came out. Yeah. Like, it was much bigger... Like, they didn't have... They might have had it, but they didn't really have chemo or any of that stuff to really nail out cancer. Yeah. Back then, they didn't know how to cure it, in a sense, and make it not not nearly as severe. Yeah. If you catch it. Yeah, I catch it. So, 25... I mean, I've seen these movies, but it's been like five years. The Men in Black is owned by Marvel. Really? That's an interesting fact. Because I I forgot who produced it. I'll have to go in and read about it later. Yeah. Yo, wait, I can scroll down. For, okay, I'm stupid. Never mind, I just found something out about this. Anyway, um, where'd he go? I lost it, didn't I? Well, um, originally owned by Malibu Comics... Marvel bought the right rights for Men in Black in 1994. This would mean, this would mean that all films, shows, and video games have been produced by Marvel. Really? So even made by Malibu Comics, they get the automatic name on the updated screen that Marvel made it. So Malibu Comics, n- never heard of them before. No. 
they're not even getting credited or anything anymore? Yeah. I, I've never, honestly, I've never heard of Malibu Comics before this fact. This one kind of had... <clears throat> wow. Dude, I need water. Um, this one kind of has my head swirling. Marvel has had several legal complications with the Fox Network. With the Fox Network. Really? Yeah. This says, one of the Marvel facts that will make you realize how complicated the industry, so the movie making the TV series, is... During the 90s, Marvel had to sell the rights of X-Men characters and the Fantastic Four to avoid bankruptcy. So that's why DC got the right to Fantastic Four. Wait, say that again? They said Marvel had to sell the rights to the X-Men characters and the Fantastic Four to avoid bankruptcy. So Marvel would have gone bankrupt, bankrupt. if they didn't sell the and Fantastic then in turn, Four. Sorry to this DC, not really... But, um, what's all this about? Anyway, um, they sold the Fantastic Four to DC, and then about, let's say, what, let's say about 10, 15 years later, yeah. DC literally made the worst version of Fantastic Four. I mean, it's good, but it's, like you said, it has more cons than yeah. others. Um, That's crazy. I never would have known. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Oh yeah, we 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 talked about that one. Here it is. Wait, read that one. Which one? About one? Thor. The richest Marvel superhero is Thor. How's he the richest? Um, not only is Thor of royalty, but he is also of a god. His family owns several vaults filled with treasures and statues collected from the seven from the several worlds. Wait, so he himself isn't the richest. It's his family. Pretty much. So basically and because he's royal. Like in early Thor. Thor, you know Thor, he's like, Yeah, I'm here, I'm gonna go destroy everything. Yeah. Before that, Odin was the conqueror with what we saw in Ragnarok, his sister came in and completely destroyed the hammer. Have you not do you not remember that? I don't, but it's been a couple of years since I've seen Ragnarok. Yeah. Um, but that does... I do sense. remember his yeah, sister Odin, coming in. Odin was, and his sister, and they actually, up in the ceiling of the castle, they did a new uh, mosaic to yeah. cover up. She destroyed it when she came and took over the kingdom. Yeah, but it makes I sense, because he conquered pretty much every other... Every world that existed in their... In what? The Tree of Life or whatever. I forgot what it's called. Oh... Yeah. That's insane. Moreover, he ha he also holds a prestigious statue that is far surpassed that of T'Challa's. As guardians are also considered to be highly advanced aliens and be wealthy enough to consider gold as something cheap. Gold is cheap? If you look, their whole castle is gold. Yeah. Or, it looks like it. It looks like it. Um, but T'Challa? Black Panther? He's royalty too. And I feel like he's more rich. Yeah. Um, this one, I can see, because Robert Downey Jr. was a criminal. He wasn't a criminal, but he has has gotten arrested before his Iron Man role. Do you remember that? Like, oh, yeah. Like the videos on YouTube, you're like, yeah. actors you wouldn't recognize from their past or yeah, whatever. Yeah, and he was in jail when he got the call yeah. from Marvel. It was like Robert Downey Jr. was nearly rejected for the role of Iron Man. Because he was in jail. Yeah. If not for John Favreau 
insisting that Robert Downey Jr. should play the role of Iron Man, Downey Jr. would not have been so lucky. Marvel producers initially saw Robert Downey Jr. alcoholic habits as a red flag and believe that he would not be suitable for the role. And I can see that because you don't, you yeah, don't want to see that. You don't want a drunk actor coming up on the stage and ruining the movie that you're putting two hundred yeah. million dollars into. But RDJ, he's like the one of the, my favorites from Marvel. Now he's not my favorite, mm -mm. but he definitely makes it up in my top five. Just yeah. because, like, I like how. He started with nothing. Yeah. In number one, how he was in Iraq. Yeah. And he was locked up and he built his first suit, Mach 1, correct? Yeah, I think that's... that's Out of it. spare metal. And I just love how he was... How he was so smart to use the spare metal and stuff to get out and... He completely obliterated that. Yeah, that, and that fort. saved the world in a sense. And I would find it quite depressing when you're laying down on the ground and you see your nuke. I, I can see why this changed his mind. You see your bomber nuke come down next to you and it oh, blows yeah. up. Oh, yeah. I forgot I can about see that why one. you would want to go to world peace after that. Yeah. Because you literally kind of just his, killed yourself. His airborne missiles. All right. I want to do the last fact here because we're taking up a lot of time, but I like this discussion. Um, Baby Groot's dance number, so in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Yeah, two gets years. Killed. Yeah, he gets killed in the first one. Baby Groot's dance number took two years to conceptualize, conceptualize to make in the 3D graphics. It says, "The dance that Baby Groot executes to the Electric Light Orchestra's hit." Next podcast, by the way, not the song itself. Mister Blue Sky. I, I like that song. Took two years to plan and create. This large project that took two years for the Guardians of the Galaxy 2 team to make with James Gunn paid off at the end. In the end, as it was one of the most well-received scenes in the whole entire movie. Well, I can see that. You see just group dance when everyone else getting just destroyed and everything. Yeah. All right, quick note. Have you seen The Tomorrow War with Chris Pratt? No. You need to watch it. It's free to Prime members. So, I mean, I think that's going to wrap it up here for the Marvel facts. I mean, we had a lot of good discussions. Iron Man not getting cast. Tom Holland getting found through Instagram. Like, getting notified. Not through, like, an official... Like, I remember, what, it was back in... It was back in, like, May. So, we were still in masks. Yeah, we were still in masks. So, it was back yeah. in May. And you see Tom Holland's Instagram story. He's like, oh, look at this yellow envelope. I guess, guess where I'm going to be for the next eight months. He's going to be in the studio filming Iron Man. No, He's going to be filming uh, Spider-Man 3, right? Is it 3? Yes, it's 3. It's 3. That's going to be insane. But no for now, home. I want to go over to the production costs of everything. Because this is going to be quite insane. Because I feel like Marvel splashes a lot more money on there. On the um, movies. But anyway, we will see you guys over in production costs. All right, we are here with the production costs, and even looking at this graph up at the top. Yeah. I mean, look at that. You can even see that billions, worldwide gross in billions. So this isn't the actual production cost. This is the box office numbers. I, I don't remember what movie it was. Um, it might tell you here later in the in, later in this document, but Marvel has gained over two and a half billion dollars. Is that from one movie? Yeah, from one movie, two and a half billion dollars from one movie. That that has to be an Avengers movie. 
Avengers Endgame, which Endgame. was the final film yep. in, of the series, made nearly $750 million, more than the second highest box office performer, Avengers Infinity War. So literally just like, like the Xfinity commercial, it keeps up wanting itself. Um, and I personally think here that um, Marvel puts more money into their movies, but gets more out of their movies. Whereas DC puts in like, let's say, $30 million to the movie, but they only get out. And sometime later down here, um, like, it, yeah, it's it's amazing. Yeah. And like here on this list, Avengers Endgame, okay, it is the one. It made $2.7 billion in box worldwide box office. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, that's just... Aquaman... He stands on top of the DC lineup for box office sales. Which I can see. Yeah. Easy. The aquatic superhero used his mighty trident to rake in... Holy, that's a big number. $1.4 billion. Yeah, $1,146,893,640 by himself. himself. That's insane. Keyword, himself. Well, he's literally a soul... He's pretty much a soul hero in that movie. Yeah. Well, Where, critics didn't like exactly I... love the film, with only a 66% Rotten, rotten tomato score, which is actually still really good. It's not really good, but it is a good score, which because you're above the 50, 50% mark. Yeah. Whereas Fantastic Four, from what I remember, got like a 30% Rotten yeah. Tomatoes. Um, it's safe to say that people were certainly excited to see the film. We'll have to wait until December of 2022 to see if they'll return for the sequel. I hope they do. They, they, I they, love they are making. They are making a... All right. Um, I don't really have to look at that. So this is the investment return. So like, and these numbers are going to go above 100%, just so you know. This says Marvel has a 387% return, uh, return on investment, which means they make 300 more percent than they put into the movie. Dang. Whereas DC only has a 343% return to satisfaction, to investment. So that's better? No. No. Marvel's better. Marvel's way better. By 34? 43%? So, okay. So this is the other thing I wanted to get to for production costs. I do have to hand this one to DC. So you are up there with Marvel, point-wise. DC's Joker holds a number of on the spot real action shots like they and they only put 55 million dollars into the joker and they made 200 million no or wait no i read that wrong they put 55 million dollars in whereas marvel puts 200 million dollars in and this one got better than some of the early marvel movies and the joker didn't use didn't require a ton of cgi or fancy production so it's somewhat minimalistic. So it's a somewhat minimalist film in contrast to the grand productions of the Avengers series. Which they easily put, Which, what, a billion dollars into that series? I'm sure they did. But they, what, they made back? They probably seven, made four or five billion back. Which pays it off just fine. After everything. Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, top ten investments that came back. We're going to start here. This, you can see the chart down there and go ahead and read when you want. But like you said, Joker, a, get this in mind, a $55 million production limit is what yeah. they put on it. Guess how much they got back from it. You want to read that number off? 
Um, it's a billion. One billion dollars from a fifty-five yeah. million dollar. One bill. billion seventy-one thousand. No. Yes, seventy-one million. Yeah, seventy-one million seven hundred thirty-nine thousand four seven hundred sixty-four dollars. That is absolutely insane. It is. Whereas even so, the Deadpool fifth again. Deadpool is a Marvel, and they only put just like a Joker movie. They only put fifty-eight million dollars into this, and they got um, eight hundred and one million. Just back. over eight hundred mil. Back. That's insane. That is insane. Um, Avengers Endgame. They put this. Th- I remember this when this number came out. They broke records with this number. They put four hundred million dollars into this film. Yeah, and Black Panther they put two hundred million. The Avengers well, number one, they put two hundred and twenty-five million on. Well, on every every movie on here, every um, Marvel movie on here, besides Deadpool, has capped a billion dollars. If you and Venom, Venom's not Marvel though. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. But DC just made it, didn't they? Yeah, that's right. Um. These are That's poor. Insane. If you scroll down a little bit, Brodo's Richie, these are poor investments. And uh, most of them are Marvel. Uh, I mean, not Marvel. Most of them are DC. Yeah, most of them are DC. There's only one, two Marvel. Two Marvel. Two Marvel. And I'm going to be completely honest. While I'm reading these, I've never heard of any of them. Actually, no. I've heard of Green Lantern and, and Fantastic Hicks. Four. John Hex, they put $47 million into this, and they lost $30 million. That's that That's that fact. Yeah. Because they only raked in... Am I reading that right? Yeah, $11 million. Yeah. They only raked... Uh, yeah, $11 million. Green that. Lantern. I've heard of that one. Yes. I actually have heard really good things about it. I just haven't watched it yet. So it's not they a put bad investment. They put in $200 million. And they got back 219 mil. So, so they made 110%. More. Which is good. I mean, which is really good. Um, so yeah, that's actually really good. Yeah, it is. So this right, this is right here. In the, in the ratings game. So this is like what the critics think. Yeah. Marvel wins by a large margin. 66% yes. of Marvel films are certified fresh compared to the... 54% of DC films between the box office numbers and ratings, Marvel is still coming out on top. Which I understand, but to a point. To a point. Because I feel like there will be a time when the tide will turn and DC will come out with with better. Like the new Batman that's coming out? I'm excited I feel for like the new that, Batman. I feel like that will destroy some records. Because Robert, Robert Pattinson... I think so. Who plays Edward in the Twilight series. Not that anyone ever watches Twilight. <clears throat> Just Brodo's routine camera guy. Wow. Hey, they're good. But he he is said to be playing the new Bruce Wayne. Yes. So I'm excited for but that. This is when he's the hooded, hooded crusader or whatever is when this movie's coming out. The hooded crusader. Yeah. So this is on his back. This is, this is before he's actually Batman. Yeah. This is how he started to become Batman. Which yeah, I'm excited is, to see that. This is like his origin story, I guess. Yeah. Of how Batman became Batman. So it's going to be a prequel to all the other Batman movies, I guess. I think, but I think they'll, they'll, them, they will completely destroy. Uh, yeah. Because Batman is a beloved hero. 
You see his merch everywhere. Yeah. Speaking of merch, we still got some sweaters. Just contact us through Instagram or email or something if you want them. But I think next we're actually going to move on to the up-and-coming movies to see if that will turn the tables to see if DC will win this. But I think let's head right over to the up-and-coming movie. Okay, here we are. Um, we are on the up-and-coming movies. This is going to be insane. The up-and-coming movies... And I think we're actually going to start off with DC. I am voice cracking too much in this podcast. <clears throat> we are going to start off with DC here, and then I'll read a movie, and then he'll read a movie. So, I mean, this we can talk about this in the last segment, but what's this movie you're coming about? The Batman. That's going. That's March fourth. In 2022. 2022. So that what? That's only five months. That's away? only like five months away. That's good. I'm excited for that. Actually. No, that's what about are we in seven. August? Seven. August. September, yeah. October, November, December, it's January, August. February, March. And it's yeah, we're about seven. Yeah, we're seven months away from it. All right, so I'm I'm excited for that one coming. I'm honestly, excited for that because I think that will add a lot of power up to the DC cinematic universe. Yeah, and I'm sure it'll break records. Yeah, it's Batman. It will. And I'm not gonna read this first one off because it already came out. And we talked about it earlier. But the one that this this is the most newest one that's coming out. I'm excited for this one. If I know what one it's what it is. All right, Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. So I'm Marvel, Brodo's which is DC. I'm let's, excited for this. I, I'm excited. So this it this comes out on September third, twenty twenty one, which is going to be that's like next month. That's next month. Not even a month away. Yeah, I thought that was coming out in November. No. Whoa, that's internals. Never mind. And yeah. that's coming out on September third of um, September, and I think that I've seen the trailer. Shang Chi. Yeah. Shang Chi. I've seen it, and, and it looks amazing. I'm excited. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, what's the movie you that you are excited about? I'm not really that <laughs> excited for it. DC Super Pets. <laughs> Super Pets. Super Pets. Now they're competing with Bubble Guppies. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think Bubble Guppies will win if we do that podcast. Yeah, but that comes out May twenty second of twenty twenty two. That's gonna be that's gonna be good. That's gonna be good. Especially, I'm, I feel I like how they're reaching out to the little kids. Yeah, I'm actually excited for this because but it's I feel pets like and I don't want to seem yeah. childish. Yeah. Or weak. Yeah. I don't. I feel like most movies today are going. More towards the adult. The adult and... Older group. Older group. I mean, like, I watched this one... Oh, gosh. It was an old person movie. Like, yeah, it had a whole bunch of old people in it. It is super funny. Um, yeah. So, the next one that's going to be coming out for Marvel-wise uh, is Internals. That's, yeah. Is Internals, and that's November 5th. And I've seen the trailer for this, and this looks good. From I haven't seen the trailer, but I... So, what, what we... Uh... I'm excited what we uh, talked about up on our rafting trip is internals is technically they were there when Thanos did the snap. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They, they were there when Thanos did the snap. Yeah. And, but they were awoken after the snap happened. Like, like they were coming out of their hypersleep or they whatever. They protect from the shadows. And I guess from what I hear yes. about them is that they like, they save and protect the world but from the shadows. Pretty much. So they, they're like... Um, they're saving and doing their job and protecting people 
but they do it in small and subtle ways, ways. instead of just coming in like the instead title of like the avengers they just come in and completely blow up they the just city. yeah they yeah. just come in and yep. stop it at once yeah in a huge movement all right i think these next two movies are going to be the most hyped up movies uh black adam yeah we are actually super excited for that movie because it has the rock in it I'm so excited for Black Adam. I feel like this is one of his first real superhero yeah. movies. Yeah. Like, I follow him on Instagram. I'm pretty sure you do, too. I do. And he put up a picture. I like how the actors do behind the scenes of different things. Oh, yeah. And, like, the camera they use is the suits at, like, 960 frames. It's 960 frames, but they had to get a special camera just for when Black Adam came in. Came in, so they comes spent... in, and uses his his powers so they spent what five hundred thousand dollars on a camera for that movie yeah that but they're is... only they're probably only gonna use occasionally when they need big hero yeah. moments yeah and i feel like dc could potentially take the game with this movie yeah if they can if, if they could continue I, if they the, could course. hype it up and continue to do the good work they're doing yeah, if they, if they could continue this Sega, this series, they could very easily take the game. Yeah. But that, anyways, that comes out July 29th of 2022. You know where a year away. You know where, you know where we're going to be uh, that day? Yeah. We're going to be at the theaters. Sitting in luxurious seats because of how yep. awesome we are. Yeah. Because we'll, we'll have a thousand subscribers by then. You guys better subscribe. Anyway, this next movie mm -hmm, is coming out. Which I will say will win the hype because it has Tom Holland in it, but it's Spider-Man: no, no Way, Way Home, Home with Sony. Yeah. That comes out this. That comes out this December. This December. It, it has like a, December twenty-fifth. Uh, seventeenth. Oh, so it's, that would have been it's, funny. It's technically, I think. Oh it's, wait, I think that's Tom Holland's this, birthday. Maybe, but I that isn't that the start of uh, winter break. Close so to. Yeah, it's pretty. So close technically, to it. it's considered the Christmas release of movies. Yeah. So, what's the next movie you got up? Oh, I have not moved on from Black Adam. <laughs> the Flash, in November 4th, 2022. Alright, so, I'm noticing a pattern here. But before we get to that pattern, I feel, from the trailer I watched, I like the personality of The Flash in the TV show better. Yeah. He looks better and he acts... I Okay, I can't say he acts better. Oh. <laughs> he was way off. Rhoda's Richie said December 17th was uh, Tom Holland's birthday. It's June 1st. I never said it was. So you share a birthday week was. with him. And he's only 25. And he's only 25. Oh, he's not 32. <laughs> the oh. camera guy with the facts. But well, Spider-Man. That's going that, The Flash. Anyway, back to The Flash. I feel like that's going to be a great movie. If, yeah. it, if it's like the Black Adam and the hype the Black Adam is getting, they can easily take the records. For sure. Because I feel like technology is increasing, so the popularity of better movies is going to be increasing. Because things are getting cheaper in a sense, if you know what I mean. Facts. Yeah. Facts. Um, oh, I was just reading a little bit about The Flash. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we all know it's a TV series that uh, premiered on the CW in 2014. So that's... Seven years. Seven years. Yeah. A lot of movies don't last that long. The Flash. This is a series that they're talking about, though. Or yeah, a lot. A lot of series don't last. Seven and I feel years. like to, to the point because I started. I was going to watch it the other day, but then I saw Stranger Things pop up on Netflix. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to watch. Yeah. And um, any. Anyway, sorry, but anyway, I feel like they're milking it a bit. 
Yeah. Because I feel like sure. the Flash has lost his powers about five times in that series. Actually, he has lost it five times, and in he, the last series season, he's, he's never got it back. He never got it back. So that's what. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I think that's how they're going to end this. He ends. They end the series with no powers, and then they make the movie in a different universe. Yeah. Um, yeah. He time travels to a different universe. Yeah. So the next movie that's coming out for Marvel is Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. And I can't tell if this is the Spider-Man or I think this is the one where they're bringing Tobey Maguire back into the universe. Because, like, they're going to have all the Spider-Mans come together and everything. So I'm actually excited for this. And this is March 25th, 2022. So not too far away. We're We're getting into next year. About seven months. And you realize this is only, what, 21 days after Batman. Yeah. So, predictions. Which one do you think is going to break records? Um, If Batman doesn't break records... I feel like Doctor Strange has a better chance, because yeah. he's not more well-known, but he's Doctor Strange. He's Doctor Strange, and he's Marvel, and Marvel gets a lot more Clout. hype, and... Excitement yeah. from oh, 100%. fans rather than Marvel yeah. or DC. And I laugh. But at how it could change. It could. And the pattern I noticed was that all the DC movies are ex- almost exactly a year after the Marvels come out. Yeah. So, like, DC, I feel like DC is going to be late to the game, but the late to the game is actually going to benefit them really good. Yeah. My or, next movie is Aquaman the second, December sixteenth. So we're getting into twenty twenty three already with DC after this movie, pretty much. Uh, yeah. That's actually my last movie. Wow, that's all that DC has planned out. Oh wait, nope. All right, we'll get we'll get to those in a minute. Wow, we lost a lot of those. Anyway, so I'm excited for that one because Aquaman is by far my. F- He's one of my favorite DC superheroes. Yeah. Because it's amazing. I love him. And he has... Uh, I've seen several videos on YouTube and Instagram about him just being himself, which is amazing. Um, this yeah. next Marvel movie, I feel like it, it will be another great one. It's Thor, Love, and Thunder. I thought that was supposed to come out this year. No, that's next... That's May 6th, 2022. Man. So, yeah, we're having a hat battle going on behind the scenes. Come on. Anyway, May 6th. I feel like Marvel is going to destroy the next year and a half. I agree. Yeah. Um, May 6th, 2022. Because then two two months before that, you had Doctor Strange come out. So you have two easily billion dollar movies come out, right? Technically back to back. Yeah. So, um, wow. Okay. This one I know is going to hype the world to the max, especially after the actor's death. Black Panther, Panther. Wakanda forever. Ever since Chadwick Boseman passed away from cancer, I believe. Yeah. It kind of shook the world more than Stan Lee because he was his beloved hero and other things, right? Yeah. So this is July 8th, 2022. I feel like this could easily be a $3 billion movie. Yeah. If they did it right. Yeah. So what are some exciting movies you have coming up over there? Uh, the Batman. All right. Suicide Squad, which just came out August 6th of 2021. Which I know the world 
I personally don't watch it because of yeah. certain things that happen in it. Yeah. Like the rated R language yeah. and stuff that comes along with that. But, but from I what know, I've heard, it was it's not good. Really? Yeah. Huh. Because I thought it would take the world. Because the last Suicide Squad, from what I heard, was good. Yeah. Um. So, I don't know what this next show is. It's The Marvels. Have you ever heard of The Marvels? Uh-uh. I don't know what it is, but I've heard I, of Marvel. I've heard of Marvel. I'll have to, actually, after this, after this podcast, I'll have to get on my phone and look up the Marvels 2022, November 11th, 2022. Because I've never heard of them. Have you? No. I, that's insane. I've never heard of them. Um, and that's that's next 11th. The Marvels. The Marvels is an upcoming American superhero film based on Marvel Comics featuring Carol Danvers. Cap- Cap- Sorry, Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel, Monica. Okay, so it's essentially Captain Marvel 2. Oh. From the sounds of it. Wow. Wow. Um, I hope they do a better job. Anyway, continue. And then I've got Black Adam, Aquaman 2, DC League of Super Pets, The Flash, and Shazam! Fury of the Gods. Wait, Shazam 2 is coming out? Shazam 2 in 2023. June 2nd, 2023. Yeah, it is. Um, so. That's insane. DC that could be good. Have a good lineup. Oh, yeah, um, these next two movies, so Fantastic Four is coming out, but I don't even, they haven't even started producing and writing script for it yet, mm-hmm. from what I believe. I have a feeling it's going to come out when I'm on my mission. That's going to be quite sad. But this next movie I'm excited for, because the actor's hilarious, it's Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantamania. I can't say that word. Quantamania. That's going to be insane, because I do like the Ant-Man series, but I feel like the second Ant-Man, they could have done a little bit better. It was kind of rushed, and it came out after the snap happened. So after Thanos snapped in Infinity War, that movie came out. Oh, yeah. Which was a dumb decision that should have came out before. But it was a rush filler between December, which was... Shoot, what movie did come out in December? A lot of movies. Oh, anyway. Was it not <laughs> Infinity War? Okay it, was, okay, it was Infinity War, but it's between January and March where they needed to have a filler. That's what it was. Yeah, All it right. was just a quick, we gotta have a movie to keep these fans on the edge of their seat while we finish this other movie. Which, I mean, it's still got a good respect, a billion dollar movie. It's a sequel. It's a sequel. So it is Captain Marvel. Yeah, so the Marvels is Captain Marvel. I should have done that connection, but who knows. And this next one, I'm actually super excited for. A lot of people, not a lot, some people that know, and some people that I live with, think this is the dumbest movie in the world. Guardians of the Galaxy. They're the funniest movies. They're making a number three? They're volume three. But it's going to have Thor in it. Yeah, because isn't Thor the new leader? Because he that, that epic That scene at the yeah, end where him, him and Chris Pratt. Yeah, had the scissors or whatever it was. Or No, they, they just start debating. And he's like, oh, yeah. no, I'm the leader. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm the leader here. But, of course, that's still the fat, drunk Thor. Yeah. So I'm excited to see how... That plays out. How that plays out. Because Chris, I feel like there's going to be a comic, like how Rocket and Star-Lord fought in the second one about who's captain and stuff. Yeah. I feel like we're going to have that, but more of a comic relief. So that's the up-and-coming movies. Um, but now we're actually going to head over to the conclusion and personal opinion time. All right. We are here with personal opinion slash conclusion time. I feel... I'm going to take the, I'm going to take the gun and go here first. I feel like we talked about it off the mic here off air we i we feel like dc has the potential to completely obliterate marvel they could but if they do their movies right 
Yeah. And the advertise right, because that's a huge thing if you advertise. Advertising right. and marketing, yeah. That's huge. That um, is huge. Anyway, I feel like Marvel, they've done way better movies over the last what ten years. The three, because they've done Phase One, Two, and Three. Phase Four is all the new movies coming out. Yeah. So, all right. Um, I don't personal opinion. I feel like Marvel will definitely win, but you probably feel like DC will win. Yeah. But we're actually going to hand it over to Camera Guy and see which one will win. So, Camera Guy, which one wins? I'd say Marvel. Okay. But I I do have to defend DC for a minute here. So, DC, they do have the potential and everything they need to just take over Marvel and just make the better movies. Yeah. But they're not taking the shot. Yeah. They're still just pretty much just kind of letting Marvel stay there. They're, I think they're kind of afraid. Yeah, yeah. they're afraid that if they... They have every right to be afraid because we can be afraid of a fear, but they, they have to be afraid of copyrights, lawsuits, court violations, all that stuff. Yeah. Whereas but, Marvel, they have to be afraid of all the same stuff. But, but they kind of have the game. But that. yeah, since they have the game right now, they, they're they not nearly as afraid as DC because DC has to prove to the world yeah. that, they're... that they are still here and they just haven't given up. They haven't yeah. given up completely. They're yeah. just making the right movie. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like one day I do think Marvel will die down. Yeah, for Cause, sure. Because they will have to... Okay. They'll have to run out of movie ideas. Not at really. Some point. They will have to go through all the old comics and try to introduce a whole new cinematic universe, in my opinion. Yeah. Because once you get through the Avengers and all that stuff, there's really nothing left hyped about that cinematic universe. So they have to make. I say by the time I say by the time we have families, so like twenty thirty five or something like that. Yeah. I think they'll have to introduce a second cinematic universe. I agree. To catch the attention of the already beloved Marvel fans, because they started coming out when we when we could watch those movies. Yeah. Well, me anyway. You were still a baby at that time. Anyway. Um. So my personal opinion time. Yes. Uh, I agree with the others. Um. DC has the potential. Yes, hundred percent. But it seems to me like. They're just not taking the time. Not necessarily taking the time, but they're not using their effort. resources. And they're not using the, their efforts and spending their money in the right places. Like yeah, I totally, I totally get it. Yeah, they're spending too much money on the not as important stuff. Whereas if they spent more money on advertising and the movies, mm -hmm. not the movies... But like making the movies, but, like, but the right yeah. part of the movie. yeah, the right yeah. parts of the movies, then they would definitely blow Marvel out of the water of the waters, and then and I think it will be like the same thing that's happening now. Marvel, they'll just switch tracks. Marvel will be on the bottom. Yeah. Then what? It's been about 30, 20, 20, 30 years. Yeah. Marvel will jump back on top in twenty, thirty years, and then yeah. I think they'll just be playing it back and forth. Yeah, game. they'll just keep playing it back and forth Unless until one they, of them decides to give up. Yeah, until or a bankruptcy or some law. Or one thing of them makes in. the best movie the world has ever seen. That makes like ten billion dollars. Yeah. Yeah, I can I can see that. I can see that happening very very much. And then they're way ahead of. Everything yeah, just like yeah because yeah. that in mind you got to think you still have Paramount. 
Yeah, you've got Paramount. CBS, CBS ABC, NBC. ABC. Yeah, you've got all these other things. Producers. Producers that do I, stuff. You even got Peacock making originals now. You do. And you got Hulu and Netflix. And Netflix but, and Disney Plus and... That, okay, I want to say that... Now you've got all these littler... Okay. I've got one more personal opinion time. How I started off with how DC almost had me with the series... Marvel's really taking that over because I've watched Loki and Loki's like. I started Loki. I'm on season on episode four, I believe. Yeah, and there's only where, six or eight or something. Where the female Loki? I don't remember her name. Oh, Sylvie. Yeah, Sylvie gets brought in. Okay, it was kind of slow at first, but I feel like they will take the game with the series. I never watched WandaVision because it was to me it seemed weird. I started it. I haven't finished it, but. The first couple episodes were stupid. Well, I okay, I, after talking to Jared from the upside, um, he said WandaVision, he, him him and his dad are kind of like, not to be rude, but they're nerds in this sense. Like, they really love these comics, which yeah. is good. Because we need people like that for these podcasts to do some background info. But they, he, Jared said, WandaVision needed to come into place to open up the multiverse. So all these other yeah. movies can happen. Same with Loki. That's how Loki could happen. And with the timeline... Okay, I better shut up because he hasn't finished Loki. There's something yeah. that happens in Loki that you'll see why. We can talk off camera or off air later. But I feel like... what what What's some series that are coming up? I mean, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I started that. I, started I never it finished well. it. I never finished it. I made it to episode three, I believe. Yeah. And then I'm like, I can't do this. It's, it's not really going anywhere. Yeah. I don't see a point in continuing to watch it if it doesn't get any better. Better. See, and I think it does. It's kind of like The Office where you have to watch the first season. You're like, this is the stupidest thing in the world. But then once you get into season two, and I don't think they're making a season two. They're not. But Loki, they are. They have yeah, to. Yeah, Loki have to. is making Wanda, season two. WandaVision, made. they're... Thinking about it. They're thinking about it. Yeah. I personally don't think they will. Yeah, there's not really much. Because Vision... And Wanda, the name WandaVision, you kind of can burn them out easily. Because yeah. Vision here is the most OP character Marvel has, besides Thanos. And then Wanda over here is just started out a villain and now is just a regular good citizen. Kind of. Scarlet Witch. Isn't she Scarlet Witch? Maybe. Maybe. Well, anyway, I think this is going to be a good time to stop the podcast because next podcast is going to be favorite songs i believe yeah and we don't want to bore you guys to death too much yeah i mean with our conversation i bet we kept it pretty interesting i'll probably go listen to this when i'm mowing a lawn or something next week or something um but anyway i just want to say thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast and i think we'll see you guys next podcast next video we're going to do paper airplane battles yeah that's coming up that should be coming up very very soon i just got to get the supplies for that um, duct I have I have the supplies. All we would need is the duct tape. Okay, I have that too. So we're good. <laughs> and um, the camera guy's been playing with duct tape this whole time. An unreleased video that Mystery Man Thirty Five and I did. Um, yeah, it, ne it was stupid and cheesy, so we never put it up. No, but I think we should. If he has it, I don't think he has How it. How about this? We'll if you guys, it. as our listeners and viewers. Subscribe and we hit a thousand subs by next. No, by the end of the year. Yeah, by the end of the year. If yeah. we hit, let's say a hundred. Hundred. 
I if like we that. hit a hundred subs, because a thousand's kind of no, yeah. If we hit a hundred subs by the end of the year on our YouTube channel, we will upload that. Upload if we can find it. Yeah, we will upload it, and if we can't find it, we, we will, will recreate it to it. the best of our ability. Worse than we did, so that way it's even dumber. Yes. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys so much for watching. Make sure to stay tuned for the next podcast, next video. We are going to be start doing shorts. We already have. Yeah. We're going to be doing a lot. Those, those have gotten a lot of views. They have. And we'll be doing them during the school year a lot because they're easy to film. Yeah, but other than like that, five minutes. I think we'll see you guys, what, in the next video? In the next video. Next video or podcast, peace. Peace.